Is Fang dead? I think this is the most discussed question among the tech community for the past few months. The decades tech bubble crashing and every economist is freaking out with the new recession over the horizon. I wanted to talk a bit on this and give my few thoughts about what exactly is happening and where to channelize our freak out energy. Along with my usual reasons for the delay and amazing start of season 2, let's get started. Hi, welcome to Glitch, a podcast exploring tech news, how stuff works, innovation in our day-to-day technology and the news surrounding them. I'm your host Vikram. I'm so excited that you are here. Thanks for joining with me today. So, that's a good start. I mean, uh, end of 2022, there are good news like, you know, recession and tech companies are laying off thousands of employees and these are not normal tech companies. They are top tier companies. I mean, <laughs> that's a good start for season two. Welcome to season two, by the way. It's it's nothing fancy here. It's not a new episode or something, you know, new in script. The same old guy talking with his mic in front of him in a boring day, probably just having a bunch of code in front of him. So that's being said. I have started season two. It's just my way of getting more time with not feeling guilty that I'm preparing for something behind the screens for season two. But to be honest, I did plan something for Glitch. I did take some time in in designing how I'm going to talk, the way I'm going to stick with my scripts, because this is easier for me just to talk without anything in front of me. So I kind of like it. And not to worry about the background noises. I mean, I don't know if you can hear it. There's a lot of things happening around me right now. And I, I get annoyed by noises. So this is something which I'm going to be free about. Okay. Now, enough of the boring stuff. Uh, season 2, I planned something on calling in people who are, you know, good in their domain. If you have agreed to spend some time with us to come in and talk about what they do and, and what are the cool stuff they are doing with their domain and, and work. Uh, that being said, how are you guys? I've I've still been having followers reaching out to me on that on that final episode I did for season one. Like they still have questions to ask me. I feel so grateful that you people are reaching to me. I would try to fit in some Q and A session in between uh, this episode so that I can cover a few more. It was fun for me too. So yeah, why not? And I just wanted to recall why I started this podcast. It was back on pandemic uh, lockdown time and I was free, I was having some time and I wanted to explore this podcast because there were not pretty much many tech podcasts who talk what happens behind the scene and they are not honest on, on how things work. I don't want to talk on the cool gizmo terms. I want to connect with audience and make them appreciate what we do for a living. So that's pretty much why I started this podcast. And it was fun for first few episodes. I was just a guy who got a new camera. I was just clicking everything. I was just recording everything. I was like, oh, this is a good thing for my podcast. Oh, I want to talk about this, that. But I forgot the important question. Will my audience like it? Are my audience enjoying it? Then came analytics, which said otherwise. I mean, I I could see people were just skipping around the bullshit I was talking. So then I discovered a new style and set of audience who were listening to me on regular basis and reaching out to me on Insta profile and, and other mediums I have. 
So this was fun. And once I started getting traction with audience, I started enjoying this this entire podcast episode. It was a go-to zone for me when I want to talk about something. I can literally see how you people appreciate the thoughts I have, the comments I have, and the arguments we have after this. So it's all fun for me. So I'll keep doing this. I'll see how I can be genuine to this, how much I can spend time on this. And I really appreciate you guys. And, and it's all thanks to you guys. I'm in season two. So yeah, let's keep it that way. And you can, of course, reach out to me on Instagram and, and all the places I scream out about Glitch Podcast. So yeah, let's get to the topic now. So FANG, F-A-A-N-G. Probably this might be new terminology for people who are listening. But let me just explain what it is. It's, it's basically Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. I mean, we just picked up the famous top companies and top user-facing companies and we just coined a name saying FANG. This is popular terminology among the tech crowd because, you know, these companies have really good interview process I mean, the old school code review, but still it's it's good because their yeah, questions are good and, and getting into such top FANG companies is a cool thing among us, the geeks. So, yeah, it was, it was cool naming and stuff, but that's not the point. So these FANG companies were always being top and they were giving enough profits and getting into one of these is meaning your life as a programmer is settled. I mean, Google and Facebook and Apple, I mean, all top companies, right? So how, what exactly are we talking about then? So uh, in my view, becoming a programmer has never been easy. It might become harder for coming year or two, but it's Meta announcing a layoff of 11,000 employees and Twitter laying off 3,700 of its employee. If you are planning to take up a FANG job in next year, you might take off the F from the equation. You can also remove the double A's because Apple and Amazon have implemented budget cuts and hiring freeze in line. Google and Netflix are still viable today, so probably you can aim for that. But this is not a podcast where I will be, you know, reading out news and stuff. But what exactly these sentences and these numbers mean for us? Basically, let's be honest. Most of the tech people don't work for these five companies, right? There are other tech companies to consider. Unfortunately, they are also in pretty much the same state. So I think tech layoffs are going to be getting worse before they get better. Now, don't even get me started on the crypto and NFT doc shit. Like, these are all snake oil business. I've always been vocal about cryptocurrencies. I had an episode exclusively for crypto and it cannot get us anywhere, but how amazing as a technology it is. And in a way, I'm happy things with crypto, how it's going in such a way, because as I said, in my episodes before, the sooner the crypto market crashes and the better it is for the technology to gain traction. Sorry for that. I think my freestyle episode is going really freestyle with all these noises and disturbances. It's fine. So coming back to crypto, the sooner this market crashes, it's better for the technology to gain the traction, you know. It's, let's do something actually good with it rather than just doing cryptocurrencies and stuff. So for the people who have not heard about this or who have not heard my episode about crypto, you can always go back to season one, episode eight. It's a pretty informative episode. It'll be nice if you can hear that. Now let's get back to the layoffs. First of all, let's make things clear. I'm not part of any of these big fang companies and I have no insider information on how I know these things. And to get back to see how these companies got here, we need to go back to the start of the pandemic. The US central bank turned on their money printer, lowered their interest rates to near zero and 
with all this free money comes free growth. So all the tech companies hire a lot and lot more than they ever did before. For the past decade, I think our industry, the software industry has always been happy. We were treated as kings and queens, but now no longer. So if you ask me, should we panic? I mean, I would take back my analysis 10 years down the line to see exactly how we got here. We had one of the greatest 10 years of history in this industry. And in this case, the tech industry was going through a lot of changes, a lot of fast growth. Tech and Web 2.0, where Web 2 being the real internet we use today, where the internet became really accessible to general public in a huge ratio. All these Web 2 companies were either born in 2010 or had a huge development in 2010s. It was just growth after growth with things like internet, mobile devices, social media, lower cost rate internet access and, and whatnot. And software engineers became people in high in demand and all the companies were trying to hire us left and right. And then came the pandemic. <laughs> and with pandemic, with all the remote work from home and due to the initial point I mentioned, the US economy printing money in surplus quantities, the tech companies just wanted to show growth in sheer numbers, which means thousands of software engineers were hired like anything. After the post-pandemic situation, looks like this overhyped situation has become a threat to the investors in all these companies. Come on, we all know the one thing these investors care about is more profits. So I think that's exactly what's happening with this layoff and the CEOs giving all sorts of press meets and saying how they are uh, asking the employees to be prepared for upcoming months and, and stuff like that. So why are we even talking about these layoffs and tech companies profits in a technology podcast? Well, this is the phenomenon. The tech bubble burst. I badly wanted to look deep into the model of these companies operating. Let's say my programmer mind just want to do the root cause analysis in this problem statement. And of course, I really hate the hype factor with any news in the market. And lately, everyone is either freaked out or hyped out about this key term called recession and layoffs. Now, now what's my take on these then? First, let me talk a bit about why we have the situation right now. I think these companies just grew too fast for all the reasons we discussed before. From Apple's recent privacy change affecting its digital ad focusing business models and apps like TikTok adding the thread to taking away the viewership from other social media platforms. So when you have all these things happening at the same time, I think that's what really did for these companies. The layoffs have always been happening across 2022. But right now we are actually seeing a surge in that. Though the layoffs are big and bad for many, these companies are not actually in a bad place. They are not going back to pre-pandemic levels, of course. So to be clear, a lot of these companies are still growing. It's just that the growth is slow and a sort of pre-pandemic or early pandemic levels. I'm seeing CEOs are also blaming the recent fast seasonal changes in the macroeconomic levels. In my view, these layoffs are some way a bit proactive measures and it's really these companies are trying to do it now so that they don't have to do it in coming years. So coming to the conclusion, it is no secret now that tech industries are going through a bit of rough patch, a bit of correction I would say. The tech bubble had actually popped. This golden era of 2010s of software engineers is over. So what does it have for us in the upcoming decade? I am seeing AI replacing software engineers. I think I will do a separate rant episode on this. 
every now and then a new nlp chat application like chat gpt or something comes out youtube just gets horny with its thumbnails for me it's like saying calculators will replace mathematics teachers come on that's just a tool so let's talk reality and not hype i think things are gonna rebound but it might not be same old school approach in my view every time a tech bubble pops the upcoming years really make a leap in new technology and new era of companies according to me we will start seeing more developments and demands over blockchain engineering i think it's here to stay and i'm really seeing a lot of job openings on blockchain experts and companies really investing on this technology which is a good thing for me because it means less cryptocurrency shit and and people talking more on blockchain and machine learning also looks a bit promising coming down the line because though 2010s were a pretty good decade for machine learning and ai but they were all research focused there and not much application over ml and ai but i'm seeing a lot of consumer market applications opening up and a huge rate of companies investing in this technology and i'm also seeing already direct applications of ai in in our day to day life come on come on google lens is one and of such things and people are no longer worried that facebook is listening to you google is listening to you of course they are all used so the market is ripe for in- industries to invest their products on and 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 it's good in my way that's how technology proceeds and you cannot fight back at it as long as you're informed and you're aware about it things will be all right yeah and i think my domain of embedded software engineering is going to stay around again because hard hardware and software nexus is what is needed it's like it's like roads you need them for development so coming from a guy who's in this industry who is also worried equally and who can also face such layoff i think it's as any day because we need to be constantly learning the moment you stop learning and the moment you say you know what i got my validation after i landed in a company in a project or in a in a in a skill i learned that's when you face a threat none of these layoff none of these tech bubbles is going to matter if you're constantly learning and you're prepared for coming years so let's let's keep coding and from your fellow programmer let the force be with you so take care happy new year guys and until next 3 or 4 months in my next episode till then ciao